Welcome to Power, Strength and Vulnerability, the mental health podcast. It's time to make mental health a normal conversation with your host, Shane Kelton. Welcome to another podcast, Power, Strength and Vulnerability. Before I get into our special guest today, I just want to apologise for the lack of podcasts over the last couple of weeks. It's been a bit tough uh, mentally for myself. I've just been get working through some things and then I've had a couple of guests um, say they'll do it and they've not done it. Um, so it's been a little bit of a break, but today I have um, a bloke I met six months ago on the training track uh, and he now plays in the Yaglen 2s where I'm coaching and his name is Ash Bryans. Welcome. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. Uh, so if anyone does hear any obscene noises or um, random crying or anything of that nature, there's, there is a two-year-old in the room, little Noah, who's running around. He's just, he's just getting himself a chair at the moment, so you might have heard the chair move there. Just wants to be up a bit higher. Right, Noah? Yeah, he's right. He's right. All right. So we'll get stuck in, Ash. Uh, just firstly, tell us a little bit about who you are now and... Yeah, that's it. Yes. Oh, well, I'm, yeah, I'm a 30 year old. Um, had a had a bit of a break from footy for about eight years or so, and then uh, only started playing a couple of years ago. Um, so this is my third season back, and all been at Yarra Glen, and um, yeah, a couple of kids now. And how old are the kids? Oh, uh, 11 and 11 and two. Jackson and Noah. Yeah, Jackson, Jackson and Noah. And Noah. Yep. Uh, and then I've obviously got me. Uh, I better say beautiful partner. Yeah. Just you know. She is, she is. Yeah. Otherwise I get some backlash from her, so <laughs> um yeah. I I work full time and what's your do for work? Uh so I'm a linesman for Yarra Trams, so I work on the uh, overhead power for the trams and um yeah, so keeps me busy between home life and, and doing that. So Yeah. Yeah. Um I guess first on that, what what's what does footy mean to you now? Obviously missing a fair few years and then coming back. What does that have that? What impact does being around the club or playing footy have on you um, and I suppose, family? I guess. Yeah, well, I suppose it for for eight years because I didn't play for eight years. I had two two near reconstructions and and whatnot. So I I lost that um, I suppose connection with a, a sporting a sporting club like a football club would it has with everyone. Um, and and then to sort of. I started stacking on the kilos. I got up to about 115 um, kilos by the time I started coming down. And I had my first preseason. I never did a preseason until a couple of years ago. Um, and then, yeah, so I I found that um, once I started getting amongst that group, I was I was starting to be a bit happier and and obviously working trying to get my fitness back was was extremely hard. Um, yeah, so. Found that pretty challenging, sort of trying to come back after having such a long time off. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's you're pretty successful now. Happy, happy wife, happy life. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> as, as happy as as a partner can get, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. No, she's she's all right. She puts up with a lot. She, I'm doing like I'm training sort of four four nights a week plus game as well now. So she's sort of cracking the shits a bit about uh, how much time I'm spending. And I said, well, summer's around the corner. I'm, We'll go away a lot more on that. So yeah. I think, I'll, yeah, I've got the bait. You go away for a couple of weeks soon. Yeah, we go to Hawaii in on the fifth. So yeah, so I can't wait for that. Yeah, great place. Absolutely great place. Still, the kids and the kids are both going. Oh, they're staying home. Both the kids. Yeah, are staying both home. Are staying home. Oh, that's yeah. even better. Yeah, I've got me. My, my best mate is a um, punter 
in America, so he's uh, getting married over there. So can't wait for that. Very Catch good. up. Very, very good. Um, so tell me a little bit about your childhood, uh, you know, family, schooling, sporting, all that kind of stuff. Just a little snippet, I guess, of your life as a kid. Well, I sort of spent most of my um, younger years up to about 12 in, in Shepparton uh, and then moved back down back down to Melbourne um, when I was about the year 12. And then um, the, the parents broke up and, and went different ways, so I never really seen, well, never really had a father, to be, to be honest, um, where I had a really good relationship with my pop, who I'm, I consider as my best friend. Is that your mum's? Uh, my dad's dad. Your dad's dad? Yep. So, um, is that strange that kind of lost contact with your dad a little bit, but you were best friends with his dad? Um, or is it no, just, not really, because like we've you're a kid, so it was normal. Like, well, that's right. You didn't like, know anything different. Like, dad looked after us on school holidays, and he'd be he, he was a uh, not a baller maker, what was he? Yeah, baller maker, and um, baller maker fitter and turner, I think he was. And so he'd come home, and I'd be there under the, underneath me, little go kart that he had, and I was boiling it, and da 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 da, and he does all the same sort of things. So yeah. we we had a lot of common interests, like it was mechanical type of stuff, and yeah. working with our hands and. And doing that type of stuff, we've we've always had a good connection. Um, we'll always go for coffees and and whatnot, and yeah, I'll find yeah we're really close bond. Yeah. Is, yeah. So, how did it affect you um, when your parents <coughs> did split up at at age of twelve and not and having a close relationship with your dad? Um, yeah, I suppose it hit me pretty hard. I suppose I, I, I for some reason, started smoking and um, and whatnot, whether that was related to that or just going through that type of kids. like kids stage in yeah. life when you had high school and, and all that type of stuff. Um, and I suppose that probably went through a bit of a behaviour change in how I sort of treated mum and, and all that type of stuff as well. And, um, and she'd obviously let me get away with a lot because it was yeah. too much of an issue to... Just it's too easy just to make someone happy than to do the right thing and steer yeah. them in the right way. So um, yeah, so no brothers or sisters. Yeah, I've got two brothers. They're they well, they're three years apart. So um, my middle brother he'd be twenty seven this year, I think. So three years younger. Yeah, and then Hayes, three years younger than Brennan. Okay, so twenty. So yeah. that was nine and six when yeah. the separation. Yeah, so they wouldn't didn't really sort of know. What was going on? Yeah, um, and your mum probably <clears throat> knowing you were the oldest probably wasn't too worried about you rather than the two younger ones. Oh, I think she was more worried about me because I sort of knew what it was going on, and then yeah. I was going into high school and and whatnot, and um, yeah, so that was probably a crappy time for her. Yeah, yeah, um, with everything going on, and and then the constant fighting with with the old man, and I wouldn't go and see him, and I wouldn't talk to him, and yeah. whatnot. So yeah, yeah. I guess that's that's teenage. She wouldn't get any time time to herself because I'd be like, I'm not going there, so I'm staying up. Yeah, yeah. and parents, as you would know, parents do need time to themselves. Yeah, get out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not not that they don't love their kids or anything, but everyone needs. No, but their, we love to get away from them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone needs their independence. Yeah, uh, doesn't matter who you are. That's um, right. What what entering high school in that phase of your life, you started rebelling a little bit, um, just with smoking and stuff like that. I don't know if there's anything more than that. Yeah, no, I think it just was what it was. Yeah. Um, um, relationships? Yeah, so I I was in high school for, for two, three years there up at Pembroke. And got, that says a lot. Yeah. <laughs> then, then, then got into a fight and uh, sort of got asked to leave. Lightly? Yeah. Um, or pushed? 
Well, it was more sort of if you don't leave, we'll expel you. So, yeah, yeah all right, I'll leave. Um, and then went to another school down in Furniture Gallery because it was on the way to mum's work. Um, so I did that, stayed there for one year. And then I was year 10 by that stage, so I chose to leave and yeah. uh, join the workforce. Um, yeah, and that's where sort of I met my first, first girlfriend, um, and which happened to be Jackson's mum at a later date. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that was sort of that. Yeah, so that was about a seven-year relationship, you told me. Yeah, I think it was roughly something like seven, that. Seven, eight yeah. years. Yeah. And you had Jackson when you were 19. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, how was he now? Um, yeah, 19. 19. Yeah. 18, 19. Yeah. How was that? Yeah, it was, like, to be honest, I find it easier to be younger and dealing with a kid and now I'm 30 and got a two-year-old, it's too hard. <laughs> sort of glad I got it over and done with early. <laughs> I don't know how people do it later on in life, so... Um, That's a good news for me. I'm 30 now and I haven't got no, one I'm, I'm, No, I wouldn't be doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I, I like me sleep now, so... Um, yeah, no, look, I, I found it easier when I was younger. Yeah. Um, now you're working and you're everything else. It's, uh, yeah, it's a lot it's harder. A lot cruisier. Yeah, Less well, pressure. got more energy while you were younger and, yeah. and whatnot. So, um, yeah. Uh, anything about that relationship? I'll actually talk about uh, work and quitting school when you did. Um, yep. Was that something that you always sort of had in your mind to leave early and enter the workforce? Was it something, or was it something that was kind of like, I'm not doing well in school. I think it's best if I just get out and do what I want to do. Um, I never really sort of liked school. Like school was just, I went there because I had to. Um, I've always felt that every, like, a trade is better than going to um, like uni and all that type of stuff. Um, so I went down that path of just getting out and just got a few jobs and, and whatnot. Um, got into one job, sort of got bullied in, in there and whatnot. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, and that was a bit of a, a drama as well. And then I left and then didn't even go back and pick up any payslip. I just left, had yeah. enough. Um, then I found out that it, he got the arse and then they asked me to come back and, and then it just sort of wasn't working out. So left again. And then every time I, I, I was always in full time full-time work um i never left until i found a full-time job yeah. so I, I went through a lot of jobs while i was younger and really like find something that i wanted um and then i fell into um well the, the ex's um father-in-law got me a job with his work being a linesman yeah and we did a lot of work for yarra yarra trams and metro and then yeah and that was a lot of a lot of flying in flying out we did the upgrade at adelaide um, trams, all the overhead there and the poles and stuff and a lot of work in Sydney and, and that sort of stuff and all that was sort of happening when, when Jackson was born. Yeah. So yeah, that was, um, that was a bit full on at that time of, of my life as well. Um, quickly, I'm glad I, we haven't obviously spoken about the bullying before. So I'm interested to know, like, what was involved with the bullying? Obviously, that naming names, just sort of a brief rundown of what was happening. Cause I know there's a lot of people out there in the workforce that yeah. do get bullied. And yeah. I guess you're a fair few years out of that. What would you yeah. recommend people do if they are getting bullied? Oh, look, I'd just stand up for yourself. Don't take crap from nobody. And and he was a bit older than I was. Um, I was, geez, I think I was only 17. I don't even think I had my license. And no idea. Oh, yeah, I would have been 17. So he would have been 20, 28 or something like that, you know, tattoos and all that yeah. type of stuff, thinking he was some king, king shot. So, um, yeah, just... Don't bow to them. Always face a bully. Don't 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 think that they're big. So would you tell the superiors? <clears throat> yeah, 
Yeah, I, I did tell him. He goes, well, you still got to sort it out. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, he's right. So, yeah. If if someone this day and age doesn't, I guess, doesn't want to face that person yeah. in, in that type of confront, confrontal way, yeah. so they don't see a point in it, yeah. would you suggest they just find another job? Or is it? Look, I suppose it depends on what, if you like your job. If you like your job, then it's going to be easy just to go, you know what, it's not worth the, the drama and, and whatnot. And look, these days as well, there's a lot more power. Um, that, Protection. That, yeah, so you can, if your boss doesn't do nothing, you can either, if you're in a company, you can climb the chain very quickly if, if no one does nothing about it, which a lot of people will do now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's, there's a lot more avenues there now where... Back, of, then was, back then there wasn't you just it was probably more of the the last versions of the old fisty cuffs type of sort out yeah yeah um yeah so look a lot it's a lot better these days yeah because yeah. i know there probably be a couple of people that I might listen to who have reached out to me that have uh have got a few work dramas going on with bullying and stuff like that and there's that fear because yeah. they love their job yeah and they don't want to confront the situation because yeah. they don't want to get they want to get in a fight. Yeah. People, some people don't like fighting. No, well, that's right. Yeah. And I, I don't either. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, look, at the end of the day, you got to do what you got to do. So there's no point going home and being unhappy because yeah. you're not happy at work. You're going to go home and be miserable at home. And then if you've got partners and kids and that sort of stuff, well, that just starts screwing up the rest of your life. So. Yeah, we think if you think you do seven hours, have you have seven hours sleeping all those fifty hours of your week gone, and you're working forty hours, that's ninety hours gone. Yeah, you've only got that's that's half your week gone, and yeah. if you're miserable, yeah, all the rest of it, and then you're fighting with your missus all the time. It's yeah. oh, or not or not getting a missus because you're a grumpy shit. Yep, girls can pick that up pretty quickly. Oh yeah, having a drink with you. Yep. Um. So yeah, I think getting out. Yeah. Of, of climbing that chain. Yeah, and 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 not be barricading yourself in the house it's the worst thing you can do go out if you've got to get on the piss go and get on the piss like it doesn't really matter what you're doing just don't sit at home yeah 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 um how did so jackson's 11 now uh when did that relationship with jackson's mum end oh i can't remember what year it was but he would have been um he was about two or three i think it was and then um yeah and that was that was all fun so custody with kids as anyone with kids knows is uh it's real brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Is that, we, I mean, do you now both get along? Yeah, yeah. So I could virtually go call her up and say, I'm coming over for a coffee. And yeah. Yeah, no dramas. I bet through there was a period where. Oh, it would have been 12, 12 months easy of just. Just, you didn't see eye to eye on anything? No. And it was just, and in the first, especially the 12 months after a breakup, it's all who can screw over the, it's got nothing to do with the kid, but they use them as bait. Yeah. And both sides of the fence does it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. I would have done it. I'm sure about it. I would have been doing it just to screw her day up. And yeah. she was doing it to me. And then one day I said, I'm not doing it anymore. And um, and she tried to do it to me one day. And because you're not having your son and da-da-da-da-da. I went, no worries. I didn't even fight about it. And I went and booked work to go and work that weekend. And she's calling me up flat out. Where are you? You're not here. I'm at work. See ya. Yeah. Hung up the phone. And 400 phone calls later, what do you want? Oh, you don't want to see your son and da-da-da-da-da. And... Told you, you told me I wasn't having him. Yeah, that's your choice, not mine. I wanted him, and I just hung up the phone because it screwed her plans up. It kind of yeah, but then, things. but then after that, it it simmered down very quickly. Yeah, yeah, they found yeah. a way. So I said to her, I said, if you say I'm going to hold you, what you say, if you say I'm not having him, I'm not having him. Yeah, but don't, I'm not playing these bullshit games. 
Because that's all it is, really. Yeah, that's all it is. They're just games. And it's because they know they can hurt, well, both sides of the fence. They know they can hurt the other person via the kid. And it doesn't even just happen if you've got kids involved. After all breakups, everyone plays games. And then every person will be like, I'm not playing games. And it's Mm. like... Yeah, you are. Well, you are. <laughs> we all, Unless you actually don't play the game, well, that's a different story. But um, Not playing the game is probably ceasing all contact yeah. and yeah. not buying into anything. Pretty much. Like, that's pretty much what I did. I yeah, just, in the end, you just... I just had it. Yeah. Because she'd, I'd, I'd get that angry, it, it was terrible. And and in the end, all everyone suffers. Yeah, yeah. and especially the kids. Like, mm-hmm. take the parents out of it because the parents virtually mean nothing. It's the kids that you're affecting. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and it's how you raise them is how they're going to turn out. So if you teach them that that's going to be that's okay, well, you really need to look at yourself. Yeah, they're going to follow yeah. follow because yeah. they don't know any other way. Yeah, and that's what yeah. I guess they learn in all aspects of life. Kids yeah. will just follow. Yeah, that's right. Um, give them a give them a piece of rope and they'll take it. Hundred percent, basically. Um, so after that. So that custody battle and all of that, everything simmered down and it's been kind of smooth sailing since then with her or? Oh, with, yeah, with her, yeah. Yeah, yeah sort of, oh, every now and again, you sort of have your moments, have your moments like like anyone does. At the end of the day, it's still a relationship. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, yes. it is what it is, yeah. And you both got did lives. Yeah, so she's got a partner. So, and So things will occasionally butt heads. Yeah. Because you yeah. both want to live your own lives. Well, that's sometimes right. Sometimes they clash. Yeah. yeah, well, not so much these days. These days it's all pretty. Now she's grown up as well. She's she's now 28 or something like that. So, so obviously the, the age factor has a fair bit to do with it, but I've seen adults act worse than what we did. So it's yeah. just a – I think it's just more of a – a general um, how people react, um, just how people are in life. They've just got to grow up. Just really act, act their age is more probably the, the real thing that everyone's got to do. Yeah. Yeah. How's your mental health through that breakup? It probably wasn't too bad at that stage. Yeah. Is we, we, we Did you stay really busy? I found I had to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like most people probably do after a breakup, they try and go out a lot and they just try and uh, I think I was I – was, yeah, I started getting back into footy at that stage as well. Yeah. I think probably um, not long. Actually, I think, yeah, I was playing footy at that stage. And then because I, I was away for 10 months, so I didn't play footy for a year and then had came back for a year and then did me ACL in the second game back or something like that. So that sort of put me out. For eight years. For eight years. <laughs> yeah, I sort of <laughs> forgot. <Big> ACL. <laughs> yeah, well, I had one and then, um, well, it would have been three months after I had that one, I was walking down this grassy hill and it started raining as I got halfway down and then I slipped over and fell on my leg and bore the graft. So I had yeah. to go back in and do it all again. So it's a bit unfortunate. It was shit. That's that's not great at all. <laughs> no. Um so how is I guess how is you could you work through that period of time? I was. I was before before the Rico I was working and, and whatnot and um so that we sort of went through, got made redundant. Probably just before, well, just about then, actually, it was. It was at the same time. And then, yeah, so they ended up doing some roof plumbing for a while until uh, filming appointment came up. Would you say, sort of a few, few more things to touch on, but would you say that keeping busy and being involved in the sporting club and working and stuff, I guess, gave you something to push through those mental barriers, like a distraction almost from what was going um, on? Oh, Kind of, kind of, like it was sort of happening at work. So you're getting all these phone calls at work, 
just trying to her call me and like just and I was stupid enough to just pick her up instead yeah. of and then it got to the point where I just said I'm not answering you between these times yeah. because it's starting to affect me work and supervisors starting to say something so I'm not going to answer it yeah and um yeah so that sort of pegged it back a little bit so <clears throat> the next few years relationships plans life plans what what happened oh yeah, oh, look, there was um, things that happened that probably, that not probably, that just shouldn't have happened. Um, sort of falling in love with someone that never thought it had happened and it shouldn't have happened. And um, and then, yeah, it just drew into something that it shouldn't have. So, And you, and you say, you say, and I'm looking at you, and there's genuine, like almost remorse in your face when you say this. Oh, definitely, 100%. I could say, as males, we when we regret saying or we feel a bit guilty, we kind of have this awkward smile. What you do, you got this awkward smile with like this genuine remorse yeah. for what ever happened then, and we won't, we don't need to touch on it. But yeah. there was a relationship, as you said, that probably shouldn't have happened yeah. in the circumstances it did. Yeah, and it was to the side of that fence. Um, yeah, yeah, to yeah. And there was bridges burnt. Yeah, definitely. And that's probably yeah. where it doesn't sit well with you. Yeah, um, yeah. And like at the time, I didn't know what I was doing. Like it grew into something so quick and and whatnot. And especially now that I'm older and I know what it's like to like have a split family and and all that type of stuff and and what that sort of does to a family. Um, yeah, the, one of the biggest regrets in my life is is went went down that track here. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that all ended um, because you, of the remorse or did it just... No, well, that's out? sort of just... Um, so, I was going through, uh, oh, should I go back to me missus or me ex? Yep. Or stay in the situation I was and I, I chose didn't. I chose to stay where I was um, because it, I went through all that um, sort of um, being hit and that by, by me ex and that. Um, so, that was... I, Sort of chose to step away from that, and and obviously me me family at the same time. Yep. Um. And then yeah, and then sort of she went through the same sort of thing not long after, and then chose to go back to her family. So that um that cut real deep. Yeah, because you put yourself on the line. Yeah. Really. Um, yeah. And probably you pushed to second best. Is that the feeling you got? Oh, look, I understand that why she went back and and whatnot, but yeah. Feelings are feelings and, yeah, that sort of, yeah, cut real deep. Yeah, I can tell by the way you're looking and talking about it, it did. Um, well, it's probably the first time I've actually ever talked about it to anyone, apart from certain people, that maybe one or two other people that know about it. Yeah. So we just sort of had a brief chat offline and um, I just wanted to ask you, Ash, um, you touched on a little bit of violence from your ex-partner. Yep. We won't name names or anything. We won't say which ex or anything like that. That doesn't matter. What what happened and, you know, you said that was part of the reason you, you didn't go back to that relationship. Yep. Yeah, so it was it was more just um, I don't even know how it sort of creeped in or, or what you'd call it. But, um, yeah, we'd, we're always sort of fighting. Um, and then, yeah, all of a sudden it was just getting a fight and then they'd be hitting involved and it'd get to the, that bad where I'd just have to grab her and throw her on the bed or something just to get her away from me and then I'd just leave. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there was, yeah, a couple of times where that, quite a few times where that happened, yeah. How hard was that for you mentally to, I guess, withhold yourself from really getting physical, I guess, 
I mean, you would have had to throw him into the ground pretty physical in itself. Yeah. It, it takes a fair bit for probably for you to actually do that. Oh, yeah. Well, like, it was the, the, the hardest part was just going, well, what are you doing this to me for? Like, all right, you have an argument, but what what have I done that you hit me for? Like, yep. it's, and, and being a bloke, you, like, if you hit a Sheila, that's the worst thing you can do. So, I'm not doing anything to you. What are you doing it to me? And there's nothing I can do to myself to protect myself. Yeah. It's probably the hardest part and, and probably the bit that makes me most angry is, is making me angry that is you can't do nothing to stop a lady hitting you. Yeah. And then exactly. even if you do have to grab them to, to just hold them to stop hitting you or throw them away, it's, you still feel bad for doing that. Like yeah. it's, I just don't understand it. And clearly it doesn't sit well with you that you had to do that. No, I you don't shouldn't do. have to. Yeah. Like, how hard is it to say, like, all right, have an argument, and you tell each other where to go, and then I don't see why and it's, yeah, anyone like, feels that they have to hit their other partner. It yeah. just doesn't make sense. Yeah. I mean, this is what I speak. Alicia and I get in fights quite often. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, this, and there's that, I guess, that urge when you're angry to hit something, but it's never with us. It's never each other. It's, yeah. It's always walk away. Yeah. In that situation. Yeah. Because yeah, you got to have that self control, and yeah. Um, did that did that affect you going moving forward? Because we spoke off air a little bit about commitment issues with you. Do you think that had something to do with it, or is it? Um, probably not that part of it. Um, with the other relationship, yeah, that I reckon that that definitely killed killed any chance of any commitment. Yeah, for a long time, I had. I reckon eight to ten relationships after them between then and when I met Jacinda and, and even when I met Jacinda um, and it came up to six months of being with them, I just found a reason to leave. Like I, And even with Jacinda, we went away on a, um, on a trip to through the Simpson Desert, got back and we fought, we fought while we were away and that sort of stuff and I had it in my head that, no, I'm going to dump you, I'm not doing it and, and then for some, I don't know how, but we're still together. Somehow she slipped, slipped through the cracks because <laughs> I had a foolproof plan and it was, yeah, so. And that, and that's, it's obviously nothing against her. It's that, as you say, it's, it's you. It mm. was you that couldn't get past that six-month oh, yeah. period. Yeah, it was 100%, mate, yeah. Do you know why? And, and I burnt a lot of good relationships because of that. There was quite a few um, good ladies that I was with and, and I, yeah, I burnt that. Do you know why? No, I think it was just... Um, Scared of getting hurt again, I guess. I, yeah. I think it was. And you wanted to be the one that ended it before. Yeah, before, before shit hit the fan, and yeah, and I had to go through that again. Yeah, yeah. I guess in that that being again that twelve months period. Yeah. Um, with the son, yeah. custody battle. Yeah, it's not something yeah. that anyone wants to go through once, let alone twice. Mm. Yeah, so, and that's that's, and I always said I'm I'm not having another kid, and now I've got a two year old. Hello, here. <laughs> um, Hi. So, but like she's she's great. Yeah, um, it still obviously still affects me now. I'm not the same person I was when I was younger. Yeah, um, I'm a lot different. Um, I'm not as affectionate in that now. Um, so it's sort of I don't I'm wanna, better than what I was, but I'm not. I don't want to say this in a in a weird way, but I'm no not in a way where I'm saying this is really great. Mm. That's good to hear from me because I'm exactly the same. I'm and you can probably ask Alicia, I'm not a very affectionate yeah. for some of the because of my past as well. Yeah. Um like doing all that like sort of I'd I used to always hold hands and I told stuff now I'm not really like I'll I'll do it but it, 
sort of just feels a bit weird. And, yeah, um, I'm the same. Yeah. Oh, I hope Alicia listens to this because I'm be sure like, she will. Shane's not. Shane's not an idiot. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm exactly no. the same. And that's uh, I'll put it out there. Um, Alicia and I weren't going to say much, but Alicia and I are doing couples counselling at the moment. Yeah. A lot of that stuff is what we're, I'm talking about with my counsellor. Is, yeah. um, well, I'm doing that. Yeah. Like, why at the start I was pretty affectionate with her and I've always yeah. been a pretty affectionate person. Now I'm not. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I was the same as well. I'd, it was like that new, that yeah. new, um, I suppose we'll call it the honeymoon period where yeah. it's all exciting and and then it's sort of, it's like a switch. It's just, yeah. Yeah, and you, and, you and real life starts to come into it. I suppose it is. Yeah, but you yeah. shouldn't. And I know this. You shouldn't really lose that spark. Uh, not spark, but you, you, this still still should be affectionate. Still should feel quite normal. Yeah. Not all the time because life does get in the way a little bit. But you think you still need it. Yeah, it's very important. So um, hopefully the counselor will help me and we'll share tips. Um, we'll do to keep to keep just in there and leave you happy. Because <laughs> um, that's the other thing. You probably feel guilty sometimes that you're not giving that affection. Yeah, yeah. I sort of like, yeah. Like I know a lot of people go the way me and my missus talk to each other. They think we're fighting, and they think I'm a asshole, and and this and that. It's just sort of the way we are. Um, and she's been burnt as well, and that sort of stuff. So the way we um, talk to each other, and that is, it works for us. It doesn't yeah. work for other people. Um, but yeah, like I. The same thing. I can I can tell my missus that she's shitting me up the wall, and I can pretty much say to her whatever I want, and she's not going to go and cry for the next four days. Yes, it's it's, um, it's good like that where we can say what we want to each other. You can communicate. Yeah, which a lot of relationships can't, can't. do. Yeah. So that's that's I guess. Yeah, sometimes you'll say things that might offend the other person or upset the other person, but if you can't communicate, communication's like the biggest thing in a relationship. Yeah. And that's where a lot of people actually struggle. Yeah. So we've actually got Noah. Noah's come up. You say hi. Say hi. Say hi. Wait. Say hi to you. Noah. Say hi. Say hi. No. no. Staring at the microphone. Now he's looking at me like an idiot. Um. So. Oh, this. I, there's a big thing that happened you haven't really we haven't touched on we've gone through a lot of your relationship stuff and you are obviously um, extremely happy with Jacinda and the two boys now um, I mean except when Noah's throwing balls at you across the room but um, geez he's got a rocket arm he'll be playing baseball or cricket I reckon when he's older um, you heard it here first when he's famous um, you, you talked about you were building a house and you got burnt there do you yep. want to go through that a little bit um, yeah, so sort of sort of bought the land when I was with uh, Jackson's mum originally, um, and then obviously all that crap went on as well. I was working away uh, in Adelaide at the time, so I was there for ten months. So I was away thinking that I'll come home and it'll be this stage and it'll be that stage, and then when we come back full time, it'll be it'll be ready and somewhere for us to live. And, and I suppose that. Well, that didn't happen, so I suppose that might have been a, a, the start of the relationship not working, being in the family because we were living with her, uh, her mum and, yep. and her sisters, sister and brother. Um, so yeah, so I I'd come back and and then I there was nothing nothing happened, so I had chased this bloke phone calls after phone calls. Um, yeah, I know it's just starting to speak now. He wants to say? just get 
Do you want biscuits? What do you say? Go sit over there. Um, and then, so, then I'd have to go and chase, chase him. He wouldn't answer me calls and that sort of stuff. So, it got to the point where he didn't finish a stage. And so, he owed me money for late stage payment fee. So, I drove all the way to Narry Warren, parked on his front lawn, knocked on his door and said to his missus, I go, I'm not leaving this joint until you give me more money. I've had enough. Um, about 15 minutes later, she came out with a check, um, which was actually back, well, forward dated a couple of days. Um, so I knew something was going on, so I had to go and start the lawyer proceedings and, and this and that, because I knew this bloke was going to do a dodgy. Do a dodgy, and then he tried to, he tried to, so he did all the strip footings and that, and then he tried to book me for frame stage. And I went up there and I said, mate, I'm not even a builder. I go, it's not even finished. He goes, oh, well, it is. I go, well, it's not because there's no roof on the on the rumpus room or anything like that. So you're not getting a cent. Um, so that's when I called the lawyer and he goes, don't pay it because you won't get it back. Yeah. So that, that took um, the start of that to the finish of it. Actually, I only sold the land probably about six months before I met Jacinda. So that's probably, what, eight years? That's eight years. Wow. Eight years of um, trying to get me money back and and whatnot, and going up there and mowing lawns on a house that was, was never going to be never going to be built. I had to go and I went and bought a brand new steel chainsaw, and I had to cut the house up. And it was a two story house, so it took me three days to to demolish my own house. How was that um, mentally? Oh, I suppose now it still sort of affects me. I feel I feel like you failed, even though it wasn't your fault. Um, not failed because I felt like I I. I gave everything I could. I was I was 21 years old, and I was had that I suppose that dream of living in your own house and and whatnot, and um and to have an asshole do that to someone, never alone like a family and and whatnot. Um, yeah, it was a big it was a big emotional um yeah drained drained me. Yeah. Um, it's probably cost me probably um probably cost me two to three hundred grand at the time. Who knows what the joint would be worth now? So it's yeah it's. I bought I bought the land cheap, so it would would be yeah it'd be well up there. Yeah, be yeah. the last eight ten years, its prices have yeah. gone up dramatically. Yeah, so I only bought the land for two hundred two hundred nine grand, so it'd be it'd be ridiculous now. Yeah, yeah. Um, so with the eight years before selling the house, like what what, what was that eight years like? What what was it? Well, it was flat out. It was I had um, I had work, and then I had my son on weekends, and then I had to go and mow the block probably every three four weeks, depending on how quick it was growing. Um, constantly getting letters from the council saying you need to cut your grass if I haven't had time because I've been working away or or whatnot. Um, yeah, so it was it was a bit of a shitty shitty time and then going through relationships and yeah it was all sort of full on what in your in your mind through all this time because there was girls and you ending those relationships and then there was the fight yep. with the court I mean with getting your money back and the council letters and all that how are you feeling mentally with everything like was there a yeah, I guess hatred to yourself or thinking that you just weren't good enough or what was it like in your mind, those little people in your head that... Oh, just sort of, like, I wasn't really sort of thinking too much at that stage. I was starting to go a bit, um, I was living at someone else's house then too and I was sort of, the chick I was with at the time sort of 
um, I don't know if you'd call it manipulate me or whatever. I was sort of just doing whatever she was sort of saying, so we went and stayed somewhere, and and sort of that relationship moved very quickly at the time, um, just because probably because all the crap I was going through, it just sounded good, and, yeah, and I wasn't really thinking. Um, and then I sort of went to, started to go a bit sort of nuts a bit. Like I remember one day I just started screaming, just yelling, just. I just had enough of everything. Um, I kept popping my knee out as well because that was sort of going through me second before my second knee, Rico. So I'd, I'd like say if I was bending down or on my knees on the ground, my knee would lock. So I'd have to go. I'd have to call an ambulance and they'd have to come pick me up and drug me and yeah. in the hospital and then have to straighten it all out. So I was I was dealing with that as well as, as everything else as well. So I started going a bit, um, I suppose, crazy. crazy I guess. Yeah. 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 So it was it was full on. Is that is the craziness coming coming from trying to deal with everything <clears throat> and not probably having a, a great outlet of working on yourself? Because you weren't playing footy. Yeah. So. so I wasn't really doing anything at that stage. It was um, just your relationship, block, work, knee. Yeah. By the sounds of it. Yeah. Nothing nothing super constructive to help your mental state to deal with no. all this shit. Yeah. And that's what's sent you ultimately crazy. Yeah. Um, you spoke off air about a panic attack. Yeah. Um, how many panic attacks? What did they feel like? I just felt like everything was just like I was, my heart was going quick and I couldn't breathe properly and, and whatnot. And, and when I was sort of having that stage when I was um, I was going a bit crazy, I, I thought about um, doing something stupid and, and the thought of my son pulled me back from that. When you say doing something stupid, taking your life? Or? Yeah. 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 Um, and it never went as thought far as, as just thinking about it. But, um, but that's scary enough in itself if you've never yeah. had it before. Yeah, I suppose. And, and look, I thought about it. And I just went, what are you doing? Like, don't need this. Life's not that bad where you have to do that. Yeah. There's always a way out. And um, I suppose I didn't have the people around me or the people around me didn't really know the full extent was going on. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, so I, I managed to pull myself out of it without too many people knowing. Yeah. Um, just by sort of like thinking about it, going, well, what am I doing? This is what I've got to do to do it. And A lot of positive reinforcement yeah. in your mind yeah. before it allowed you to get yeah. to the brink, I guess. Yeah. Um, and you also mentioned <clears throat> you, you support, you, I guess you learned your own breathing techniques, which really yeah. helped you yeah. when you felt that coming on. Yeah, so at that stage also, so while all that was going on with courts and, and whatnot, we got made redundant in that period as well and then um, I was struggling to pay me mortgage repayments on the house as well so on a house that you weren't living in on a house that I wasn't living in so it was a block of land um, and then yeah so I was calling up the bank saying well can you know I put it on hold for three months and, and whatever else and then they they allowed to um, yeah they luckily allowed to, that to happen because I couldn't sell something that I couldn't yeah um yeah, so that was uh, two bickies. But yeah, I'd, I'd I'd be going on the train and into work, and I'd be. There was one stage where I thought I was actually going to die because I couldn't breathe, and yeah. um, I almost called the uh, the ambulance and that sort of stuff. So um, and then I just sort of wake up one day and I just sort of can't remember if I slapped myself across the head or something. I just said, "What are you doing? You need to wake up to yourself. Like you're you're making something." three foot ten times worse than, than what it is and yeah. um i learned that if i ever started feeling like that i i took 10 minutes of breathing where 
I stopped whatever I did and I sat there and I just concentrated on like a long breath out for as long as I could and then and it it took took a long time to 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 train yeah train that that's new it's a new habit yeah and I had to have that that I suppose that trigger point where I went oh I can feel it coming on so I'm going to stop before it gets too bad and then and then do it and that's pretty uh, pretty impressive because I mean that's what counselors and mentors and guidance people that are there to train and you kind of obviously were you were I think of the words here you're self-aware of what you needed to do yeah through that period which is a massive thing because I mean you, you sit here and think there's there wasn't a lot of bad things going on but that's a tough thing for a guy in their 20s to deal with because yeah. if we're, we're growing up males are meant to be buying houses being role models being the breadwinner um, being strong being strong and all that and yeah, yeah so you were going through a lot yeah. like and there's no doubt about it so and I suppose that's what I I sort of didn't really sort of turn to people because well I was a male I'm meant to be strong I'm meant to meant to be handling whatever comes my way and um and so yeah that's sort of one thing that was um I suppose not that I was really thinking about but I suppose that's what sort of you looked at anyone in to roll off uh, a role model in your life you look at him he's strong he's this he's that but he's probably not as strong. As you think he is, yeah. Behind yeah. closed doors, you don't know, don't know what's happening. Yeah, that's like right. your panic attacks that you were having. Put no one probably knew unless they were there at that yeah. specific moment because you don't talk about it. Yeah, and um, and until now, I've never talked about any anything, any of this sort of stuff. Um, just because, well, how you meant to just bring that up to someone? Yeah, yeah. like even my mum doesn't really know. Yeah, so now people are going to know. Awesome. <laughs> but it was the no, same. But the, it was the same with Fenno. Not many people knew about Fenno. Yeah. And it just it just opens people's eyes up. Yeah. A lot more. As long as like, I suppose the more people that do it, the the more people know that you're not alone. Everyone's um, on through or is going through the same sort of thing. Something. Yeah. It's called life. Yeah. And the sooner, yeah. the sooner we guess, I guess we realise that it is life and we can just yeah. sit here like we're doing right now and talk about it. What's up, buddy? Oh, you want to digger? You don't oh. want to watch the Flintstones? No one to watch the digger, not the Flintstones. So okay. not a happy boy right now. We'll let Ash sort that out. There you go. There we go. Got it. I think. Better Noah? Yep, that's better. He's run off. Um, so I guess now, like, is there anything you want to touch on more about that before we touch on the you now? Um, no, I suppose that's probably the gist of most it. Of, yeah, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, what, I mean, we spoke a little bit briefly about your life now, the partner, um, two kids, um, Jackson's mum's. What do you two, say? Two Vicky. Say hi. Say hi. Say hi. Hello. <laughs> that will register. That was Noah, everyone. Um, he's really happy now. He's crying before. But now he's got biscuits, so he's happy. Aren't you, buddy? Um, so you feel like you've got the skills now that if life throws curveballs at you, that you can just handle them and talk about this stuff and get through them? Yeah, like I, um, I've, like I said to you before, I don't worry about money anymore. I don't worry about anything that comes up. If there's an issue, there's always a resolution. So yeah. um, obviously it depends on what comes up. Um, whether it's you, you lose someone in your life or or whatnot. Um, I, I lost my grandma six months ago. Um, I know we're all got our 
time limits and, and whatnot. And I, I'm a big believer that things happen for a reason. Yeah. Um, now, after everything that I, after everything I've been through, I've, I've, I'm a firm believer that you learn things for a reason. You go through life for, for whatever. And I was, I was meant to learn to be strong and, yeah, and mentally strong. Um, and with everything I've been chucked at me, I've, I've got, Beautiful missus. I've got two beautiful kids. Um, I've got a full full time job. Um, I'm healthy, um, and yeah. So I, yeah, I've, I've I've come through the other side of it. Yeah. Um, and anyone can do that. And saying this in, in in a brief brief summary, you've had your parents split up and a, a lost a, a big party relationship with your dad. Yeah. You've um had a baby at a young age and a relationship break up which had a custody battle yep um, two near egos made redundant from work bullied at work yep builder fucked you over with your house so you had two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars just in the in the air somewhere yep basically um, more relationship troubles and stuff like that when you put that all together it's a lot yeah that's a lot I think I think as males we go through a lot of that Hmm. We don't talk about any of that. Yep. We think we think we're weak if we talk about it with each other. It's like, oh, it's all right. They've got their own stuff. Let's, I'll just yeah. work this out myself. Yeah, and that's why I sort of never really. Everyone's got their own issues, and the last thing someone wants to hear is someone else talking about their problems and and whatnot. I suppose. But um, and I ask you the question: Who's your best mate right now in life? My best mate would have to be my my pop. And I, I call him old fart, and that's our relationship. And outside of him, <clears throat> one of your best mates. Oh, look, I've got, I've got my best mate in America at yep. the moment. Um, he's he's killing it over there. So, um, and then I've got all the boys at footy, footy as well. So I have got Vanders and. So let's say Vanders is going through a lot of shit right now. Yep. Which you may or may not know. I don't, I don't know personally. He's oh, he seems pretty happy, so I think yeah. he's pretty right. I think he's pretty yeah. right. He's, he loves a, loves a bit, bit of banter. Um, if he was going through this stuff, I mean, you'd want him to speak to you about it, wouldn't you? Yeah. And it wouldn't be a burden on your life. No, nah, look, I'd, I'd tr- obviously try and help as much as I could. And, um, yeah, and it's to say with anyone around the footy club or, or anyone else that I know that you're not the only one that's going through. Yeah. It's not hard that to. Type of stuff. And that's why I said, that's why I asked that question because you kind of, you went through your mid 20s thinking you'd be a burden if you spoke to someone. But, yeah. bet you through that whole period of time, if, your best mate came to you and said, I've got all these issues, can you help me? Mm. You would help, but it wouldn't yeah. be a burden. Yeah, no. But when we see it as ourselves, we see it as a burden, but yeah. when it's someone else, it's like, nah, yeah. we're happy to do it. Yeah, that's right. And I guess that's sort of that's come across to you and to the listeners out there. It's yeah. like, we've got to think about what we would do for others and then remember that they're likely to do the same thing back to you. Yeah. But if it is a one-way street, well, is it a real friendship kind of thing? No. Now, now, sometimes people don't need to help. If they might not be able to, but yeah. um, you should be able to have that open conversation yeah. man-to-man and um, help each other. Like, even if your mate can't even if your mate can't help you, they can help you find the right yeah. place or, yeah. or whatever the case may be. I know it's all different um, yeah. things out there, but... Um, I suppose it all has the one common issue. It's yeah. I wish there was a, I wish there was a video of Bob then just to see his face all over the bickies. Um. So what's what's future Ash's plans? Oh, well, the old uh, the old handbrakes pushing me to go and get married. So that's uh. 
think that's going to have to make her happy, I think, and, and do that at some point. So, uh, yeah, just trying to sort of set ourselves up first before we uh, go and blow money on a bit of paper. <laughs> uh, but uh, A paper yeah. at a big party. Yes, well, that's pretty much what it is, isn't it? So, yeah, once we uh, sort of pay a few debts off and that sort of stuff, I said, yeah, all right, we'll go and tie the knot. Just go via Vegas to Hawaii. Well, my best mate's getting married there, so I can't really just go and do that while he's there. You can't. And the kids, mate, because you want the kids there as well. Yeah, that's right. They're not going to Hawaii. That's right. Oh, Noah's just turned around in shock. He thought he was going to Hawaii. He thought about it. (laughs) Um, And then what else? Marriage. You're happy with the work? Um, I work, I'd like to get out of shift work, because I do shift work as well, so uh, that makes it hard with not getting sleep and... And whatnot, and no schedule. Being a rotating shift, I'm always doing days, nights, afternoons. So um, yeah, it's a bit a uh, bit hard. As on top of that, as well as doing family life and sporting activities and whatnot, but just do it. How long do you reckon you've got got to go in footy? I'm feeling pretty good this year, so I reckon I'd, I'd like to say another five at least. Another five years. Yeah, I reckon. Tomo's only given me two race tickets, so I'll have to prove him wrong. <laughs> hey, that might be why he said that because. Well, coaches will often use a bit of reverse psychology. Yeah, I figured that's what he might have been doing, so I'll I'll call him on it. Yeah, we like to, sometimes it's just like, let's push this person a little bit, make make them prove us wrong. Yeah. Um, That's what I've learned this year. Some people, you've got to tell it how it is, and others, you've got to try and trick them into it. A loot around it. Yeah. Yeah. So, hopefully, we're both there for five years. I hope so. Um, So, I'm pretty sore after the weekend. First full game for the year, but see how we pull up. is there anything else you'd like to add? Any advice for the guys out there that might be going through a bit of shit themselves? You're not the only person. You're, um, I suppose, just about every family is probably going through the same thing, if not, um, has gone. Yeah. Um, I don't think there'd be a very select few that haven't gone through any drama or crap in their life. So, um, yeah, don't. there's no point holding on to it because it's just going to make it worse for yourself. If you catch it early, you'll be right. Pretty much. Yep. Anything else you'd like to have before we go there? We go down and train. I'll go to the bombs. Go to the bombs. Steve Wiz. Jeez, we might have to cut it out, I reckon. Nah, nah, thanks, Ash, for joining me and uh, sharing parts parts of your story, but obviously um, parts that affected your life. There was a few times where I thought the tears were really about to stream. Um, that they went far. They were very close. They were in the eyes. Um, and thanks, thanks, Noah. Noah's now kicking a balloon around. Oh yeah. Noah, you wanna come come here, say goodbye. Say goodbye, Noah. Bye-bye. Say again. Bye bye. Say say uru. Say uru. <laughs> Over here, they would have heard my phone drop as well. And thanks, Noah, for getting my phone. Thank you, Ash. Um, thank you. Yet again, apologies for the delay in the podcast. Um, obviously, going through some mental issues, health issues myself at the moment. So I'll try and get them out every two to three weeks for the rest of the year, but uh, no promises. So thanks for listening and look after your mental health. Thanks for listening to Power, Strength, and Vulnerability, the mental health podcast. If anything in this podcast has brought up difficult feelings, please call Lifeline on 13-1144. For any further information, or if you want to bring your story to life, contact Shane at shane at vitalityfit.com.au. That's V-I-T-A-L-I-T-Y-F-I-T-T dot com dot A-U.